0: What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. Today we're talking NFL Week 10 Pick'ems. And as always, go down and like and subscribe. It means the world to us. And as well, comment your favorite game of the week. Or if you're a betting man like myself, comment your favorite bet of the week. I've seen some people doing that this week. I mean, the past previous weeks. We we enjoy that. Keep it up. But as always, it's Paul Pick'em, Win'em, Concha, and I'm joined with...
1: Hey, man, you're right. You know, it's that boy, Kemp. I just lost on prime time, so boy, man. It's one thing to lose, but to lose on prime time. We all Gucci, though, man. We got another episode for you, man. We're week nine predictions, man. Fuck everybody
0: though. Well shit, Kev. That we know before as always, before we go into the pickums for this week, we have to talk the game that just happened. Kev, what was what what happened Thursday night football with the Dirty Birds and the Falcons? I think-
1: I mean do I mean, Panthers. I mean, my dog Dean Pease, defensive coordinator, he had a long day. I mean, he was kind of getting fucked up from a lot of angles. It was cruff. These short crossing routes was really fucking us up. The run game was fucking us up. Uh, by the time I stopped really like getting paying the game hella attention, it was Deontay Foreman was like five yards of carry, 119 yards, and a touchdown. And I was like, ah, that's life. But I think what really fucked me up was like. Marcus Mariota, I'm not saying that we ever got him to be the best quarterback ever. But like we were supposed to run the damn ball. We were, we ran it, but we wasn't as successful as we would want to be. But we did run about sixty percent of the time. And it just wasn't getting what we needed. Young cool young Ho cool made him missed missed the extra point or a few going on saying. But what really got me was like Marcus Mariota, it wasn't like he was boofing. He was just boofing an easy time. Like there are a couple of times you could have found Kyle Pitts one on one. There are a lot of interceptions that got dropped by the defense. So, it was just like a – it was just an ugly game on both sides of the ball. Best takeaway from it? Uh yeah. I my still bad. like my boy Al Greer. I still like my boy Al Greer. That's my best takeaway from it. I like my boy Al Greer. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's tough when y'all can't even put respect on Young all But it's okay, man. It's all right. It's all right. We're we going to bounce back. Better, strong, faster.
0: Hey, I'll, I will say one thing. I, took. I had a whole speech for Arthur, Arthur Smith, bro. I had it before the game. I wrote it for him. I was going to give that boy some fucking uh, claps. I mean, he still deserves some claps for winning uh, with the team that people thought were only going to win, like, three games all year. But, man, the pan- this might be the first year I can say I don't think I see a single team that's, like, losing a lot that's given up, like, this far into the season. Like, the Texans, I thought, we were going to give up. Them boys try their best to beat the Eagles. They failed. But then the Panthers this week, I thought, like, maybe the Colts. But it might not even be the Colts. Uh, we'll we'll get into that. But fucking Panthers still fighting. They're, they're all three wins are at home, and all three wins are in the division. So still wide open, and maybe that shit will matter at the end of the year.
1: Hey, fuck the motherfuckers. Fuck Marcus, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to say he couldn't be here, bro, right? Because he was talking some shit before the game. But I was drunk
1: as fuck, not driving, but driving on my way back home and motherfucking. I was like these niggas, so well, fuck these niggas. Why? and I was like, I, first thing I hear is Kev, Marcus says Falcons ain't shit. Y'all some bitches. Oh like, man, fuck Marcus and everything he stands on. i will see y'all when I get to the house. By the time I get to the thing house, of,
0: I'm like, oh. as you answered that phone before, like, he was Larry. just like, I hope it's a good game. Like Falcons been real good this year. This is gonna be a bet- a really good game. And over <laughs> your answer, I was like, yeah. He said, fuck your team. Oh, man,
1: I told Marjorie I said, fuck, fuck, fuck Panthers never everything they stand on.
0: <laughs> but,
1: hey, man, that's enough talking Thursday, man. Let's get into this motherfucking week night. We all the way at motherfucking Germany. Guten Tag, you dirty bitches. How we coming, man?
0: Man, we coming fucking, I would say a good game, but it's anything but that when it includes the Buccaneers. <laughs> But Germany, I, we haven't been there in like 15 or 20 years. Someone said uh, apparently there used to be European games over there, a whole league they try to start up and ain't ready kick off. But them boys, they said they could have sold 3 million tickets with the amount of people that signed up for this game because it was like a whole sign-up and like a lottery system type thing who who gets to, uh, the ability to buy a ticket. 3 million people signed up over there. So they want this.
1: Yeah, how would? How would they have known that I was concerned? What if I bought those tickets just to resell it? Also,
0: awesome. my question is: if you're in that lottery thing, like, is it a set price for everybody? Or, like, what if you win and they said, like, yeah, your your ticket's going to be front row, but you, it costs $5,000? And it's like, oh, well, I don't have that much money for it. I was hoping to get a nosebleed.
1: Fucking <laughs> crap. Maybe you pick your scene the stadium. I don't know. And then, oh, that's probably interesting. I wish, I'm gonna, I, wish I got to see how they did that.
0: But on to the game, four and five Buccaneers hosting technically home game. The Seattle Seahawks, where the Bucs are favored by two and a half here. And I'm just confused on this line because if you've been watching football, the Bucks have stunk. I don't care what they did last week. And the Seahawks have been – a uh, consistently good, not not like fluky win, but a consistently good team on both sides of the ball. So they're the underdog here. How do you see it, Kev? It's a trap.
1: They want us to pick – they want us to get uncomfortable. Like, yo, there's something we don't know. There's something that the Bucs might have. All I'm hearing is that the Bucs got to win against the Rams. So now the, the line is just moving a little – skewing a little way they got to go. But there's no fucking way that this trash-ass motherfucking Bucks team – which did get a scrappy win in the last second last week. So they're kind of up high right now to eating. They feel like they're eating. I don't know what ESPN did, but they probably backed the show on Tom Brady highlights for no reason. But the Seahawks have been consistently strong on offense and defense. Kenneth Walker is a dog. That rookie that they have at corner, dog. Willing? Like Dino Smith, dog. Pete Carroll, dog. So – I'm finally feeling good because I finally get to pick the Seahawks. Cause fuck the Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks lose. We go back to number one in the division because the fucking Panthers are two and seven, and we we split the tiebreaker with the ass.
0: So the I know the guard is out for the Bucks and someone else is out for them. But oh, Antoine Antoine Winfield is back from concussion finally after two weeks. So maybe the Bucks defense looks better, but their their offense. The defense has been an issue, but their offense has been just as big of an issue and. One thing we say is fade to Gatorade. And the way that the Bucks were acting and people were crying. I don't think they actually dumped Gatorade, but motherfuckers were acting like they won the Super Bowl last week. They were not crying. Stop that. They weren't crying, but I'm t- the way everyone was acting, it. it, it I
1: I'm I I thought the niggas was really crying. I was going to get disgusted.
0: So, with all that being said, I, I, I'm i going to ride the Seahawks, which I don't like it. I'm not betting this game. It feels a little stinky, but I'm taking the Seahawks.
1: I already bet the house – I bet, I bet my whole hurricane relief plan.
0: <laughs> Next game here, Jaguars are going to Chiefs' kingdom where the Chiefs are the biggest favorite on the slate at nine and a half. No McCole Hardman, though. I know you like him in fantasy, so just know that his boy, that boy is out this week. I,
1: I appreciate you saying that. I got to go fix that because he did nice for me last week. But I'm walking off. There's nothing to talk about this game for
0: See, I'm going to say, I think this game's a lot. I'm, I'm taking the Jags plus nine and a half. That's a uh, spoiler alert. That might be in locks, but the Chiefs are going to win this game. If it turns into a shootout, they lose it. Jags defense is not going to be able to hold Chiefs to like less than 24. Only issue though is we did just see the Titans run all over them with Derrick Henry with a Malik Willis at quarterback. So there wasn't even like a, a fear of a throw. So like they were loading the box and Derrick Henry could still get through. And I'm not saying ETN as Henry, but in his last five games, over a hundred yards and two of those games, it was James Robinson. Like he's been, he's been, he took off where Brees Hall got hurt. Like, as soon as Brees Hall t- got hurt, that boy ETN took all his power. And he's just been feasting on defenses since. So I think I'm that.
1: I want to say Kenneth Barker took some of that power too now.
0: Hey, that boy Brees Hall had enough to spare. But, yeah, I'm to cheese with you. I do have two props. Juju over 63-and-a-half receiving yards. He seems to be the number two guy after Kelsey. No Hardman. And he's gone over the last three games, 113, 124, and 88.
1: So, he seems to be getting in. I was 7-and-2 in my league, man. I need that boy Pat to drop 40 because McCall Hardman ain't here. That was a nice little – you know, I picked him up off the waiver wires. You know when you check to see, like, but the league been going on, and you see, like, oh, this nigga dropped this nigga. You're like, what an idiot. Thank you. Go
0: get him. That's the best. I'm not going to lie.
1: First game the nigga plays for me, because they had the bye last week. First game they played for me, 23.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, now without him there, that's why I think Juju goes over 63. Like, Hardman was the number three, it felt like. So, that's the extra targets to go around. And then, uh, Tra- uh Travis Etienne, over 80 and a half rushing like I said, gone over 100 in his last five games, two of which he was splitting with James Robinson. So certified dog. And we just saw uh, Derek Henry run all over them. Next game, Texans versus the Giants. I'm not sure if Brandon Cooks is playing for the Texans. He's back at practice, but he's not practicing. He's just back in the building, back with the teammates. It, I mean, I'm I'm riding the Giants just because I can't bet this Texans team. With I mean, they're still fighting, but they got the worst run defense, 180 yards per game. Barkley and Jones is just gonna do exactly that and just run it.
1: Six and two. More so bet your house on it. But no, I think um this is gonna be a running exhibition. I hope Daniel Jones, Danny Rios, can get in this motherfucker. But um. This this, this um, this Giants team is in a very competitive division, and they have a chance to make this playoffs, but they have to consistently win against the teams they're supposed to beat because they have such a um schedule for being in the NFC East. They have to win and then watch the Cowboys lose games that they're supposed to win. You feel me? So they got to win this one. They got to win. Anytime a game like this comes up on the schedule, they got to come with a mindset that there's no way we're going to lose. Even if it's close, there's no way we're losing. So like, I got the Giants on this one. And I got to guard this nigga that looks like Saquon Barkley in my own, in my own flag football league on Monday. So I got to make sure that I'm watching how Saquon well,
0: shit, you He could be Saquon, and you could be Damian Pierce, sort of boy. I, I got Damian Pierce over 76 and a half rushing yards. He's gone over five or six games, coming off 140 yards against the Eagles. And the Giants are like a bottom 10 run defense. So I think he can get his. He's another like these running back class this year has been fucking insane. I know Travis Etienne is technically not a, r- a rookie this year, but these new dogs are showing some life. Next game, I think finally an actual fun game. I don't know where you're gonna pick here, but Broncos versus the Titans. Titans are at home. Tannehill looks like he's gonna play. How, how do you feel here? You're Bronco County.
1: It just call this game fun. I take that as disrespect. I mean, this game looks like it can be interesting, but eh, I'm definitely taking the Titans just because they've been stringing along these wins, and, like, they really almost beat the fuck out the Chiefs last week. So, the defense the defense can hold the Broncos like they will. It's all about them just putting up you – know, Derrick Henry just putting on his pressure, constant pressure, and they're playing in Tennessee.
0: Yeah, and Nashville. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm going to go ahead and – um, I, we sold our stakes to Bronco County a long time ago. I think you look like you finna you just bought some new land.
0: I will say, bro. Like, I got—I got the fuck up out of Bronco County because rent went up when Russ moved in,
1: <clears throat>
0: and it's not like the neighborhood changed. It's still the same fucking team as if they were last year with Teddy Bridgewater, and at least with Teddy Bridgewater, the Panthers was paying his contract for y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> where, I like I have not seen an improvement in his offense with Russ as when Teddy was there. I mean, they sucked at Drew Locke, but Drew Locke sucks.
1: 240 million man. niggas just got that
0: shit to spare. We saw that Henry did it to the Chiefs, and going into this game, I said the Broncos have, like, the top two pass defense, according to numbers, but their run defense is ass. Like, they've been good. That's the way they've been losing to the Like, ETN just ate them. Bruce Brees Hall destroyed them when they played. The only reason why the Jets beat them. And Derrick Henry's the godfather of big bruising running backs in the NFL right now. So this this is a match made in heaven for me give me the Titans. And give me Henry over 107 rushing yards. It's absolutely insanely high, but it was 100 last week and he we went over. He's just, he's just, this is his time.
1: Give me him over 170. I'll put, I'll put the car on it.
0: Next game a little dirty really get. there's a real there's a pickem almost Saints versus Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt is back. Enough said.
1: How back? He like
0: back or he just back? He told the reporters, I'll see you all Sunday. Oh. Like, like hey, like, <laughs> like, that's all you need to know. Like, stealing, people got the bad taste of what the Steelers have been the last eight, nine weeks. Week one, overtime game, beat the Bengals. That defense looked like it could have been the best defense in the NFL with T.J. Watt. And they're going up against a Saints team with Andy Dalton, uh, the fucking Eric McCoy, the center, and the guard, Andre's Pete is out, Lattimore out. Jarvis Landry will be back, but the offensive lines hurt. Like, this is, this is a game where I see T.J. Watt is destroying. Like, he's back for real. Like, two and a half sacks, welcome back, T.J. Watt.
1: Uh, every time I see the Saints play and I hear the injury reports, I just think. Only I traded Michael Thomas after those first two games.
0: <sighs> <laughs> if only.
1: If it was the only buying trade him was because D Hop was suspended. I was like, I'll trade him when D Hop gets back. Now I just have some bum ass nigga on my IR just sitting there for no reason. Could have got a running back.
0: Jarvis so Landry must be in the waivers though. I will say, like I checked. I checked. Ah, uh-huh.
1: So that's how I feel about the fucking you know, on type. I got Chris Olave starting. I feel like Andy Dawn and him have some good chemistry. And he's really good. And he's really gonna go out there and grab each of those balls. And the Jarvis lands you on the field that might help take a little bit of um pressure off of him. So I'm definitely taking the Steelers though. Fuck fucking sense. But um, the Steelers are gonna come through. I'm hoping that they have the chemistry and TJ Hop TJ Watt hits him with a pregame speech like no other. Mike Tomlin reminds them that we're here to handle business, motherfuckers. And it looks great.
0: Yeah. Um- let me see. Yeah, Steelers are at home as a home underdog. We love that. So we're both Ryan Steelers. My two props Alvin Kamara under 64 and a half rushing yards. TJ Watts back. They're going to clog those Like, he might get it over the air with some catches because he gets like five to six a game. But I don't think he's getting over 64 and a half rushing yards. And Pat Fryer moved over three and a half receptions. He's gone over this five and seven games, three for three with Pickett. So he's going to get, four. They, they'd love to the tight it.
1: They need it.
0: Titans are essential. I'm a end fan. You need me. Lions versus Bears. Divisional game. And shit. This might be... I, I don't think it's for second place, but, like, the Packers lose. Like, second place is still up for grabs. So this this is actually, Bears good. are favorited at home. It's in Chicago. This
1: is actually a great game. What the fuck are the Lions? But... The thing about the Bears is that they're just coming off of this crazy great game. They finally realized letting um, Justin Fields run the ball is how they're going to win games. He just had 178. Good for him. And they might be feeling themselves a little too much. But at the same time, hey, man, sometimes you got to smell your own shit.
0: Lions, you can say the same about them. They just got to win over Aaron Rodgers. They guys got three interceptions on Aaron Rodgers. Like, they-
1: uh uh-huh. They got three interceptions and only scored 15 points. I'm not I like you know how you know how I feel
0: about my life. Hey so let me see the Bears they can't stop the run and the Lions got Jamal Williams on a career year. He has like eight touchdowns, six hundred yards, or some shit, four or five hundred yards.
1: What's DeAndre Swift? DeAndre Swift playing?
0: He's fine, not back a hundred percent, but last week he played and he was at 85%. This week he's playing. And I'm pretty sure he's probably at 90, 95. So we're far, he's getting close to 100%. The Bears live 140 yards per game on the ground. And I just think that's where the Lions – like the Lions are historically bad defense also this year. So the Bears could be able to throw on them, should be able to run on them. I I can see this being a 28-31 type of game. Like a field goal wins it at the end. And I think the Lions are finally due to be on the right side of a field goal game. So give me the Detroit Lions as a dog.
1: Really, I respect it. I like the dog and how many points is the dog?
0: Uh the two and a half point underdogs.
1: I like the dog. I just don't like the I don't like the colour. I don't like the, the dog house. Like you feel me? I'm at the I'm gonna have to take it, give it to the Bears. Just off the fact that I feel like they're in the chance where they can string a couple wins together. They're coming off a good momentum. I'm hoping that they practice well. And Matt Nagy, nobody said nothing yet, but that nigga starts losing again. They're going to put his job up for motherfucking, put him back on that hot seat that he was in all last season. I thought they,
0: they got, got I
1: thought they fired Nagy. That's when they fired Nagy. Is that why they're doing good?
0: Yeah. No, let me see. Let me double check real quick. I believe they have a different coach. You know, I don't keep up with the Bears too much. Let me check. I'll tell you real quick. Matt U- Uberflis. Oh, wrong, Matt. Yeah, but I thought they fired Nagy last year because there was there was chanting that shit in the stadium. No cap. I'd but have. Yeah. To... Oh, what's up?
1: But yeah, I'm taking the Bears. I'm not gonna lie to you.
0: I mean, Justin Fields could have a field day. I mean, fantasy owners like myself, in some ways, is I mean, I'm was... savoring at the mouth for this uh, week.
1: That was actually fine. Like how you did that, Justin Fields, kind a of field
0: day, just move. Yeah, <laughs> I'm spinning bars on this side. Uh, my two props both jared goff under 230 and a half passing yards bears have a great defense and a weak run game i mean weak run d they're gonna just place matchups here and goff went up against a good defense last week in the packers and they won and they, he still only had like 170 yards but jared goff anytime interception i expect him to throw a pick and then they really are gonna stop throwing the ball i like you yeah. Uh Browns versus the Dolphins in Miami. I mean, Miami's been three and a half, four point favorites, I feel like back to back weeks against uh like with Tua back and those are those were away games. Like we're finally back at home in Miami. Got the crowd on our side. People have been waiting to see Tua at home for like six weeks now since since the injury. Who are you guys playing again? The Browns. Uh-huh. Yeah, Nick Chubb, Jacoby Brissett, Amari Cooper, Donovan um, Njoku is out. I did see that. I, I, that's random as fuck. But I know he's out this week. I know that
1: motherfucker's out because I put him on my bench for my own fantasy. For when Zach Ertz, when Zach Ertz ever sits to bed. never get used. This sorry Andy, but I like motherfucking um. I like this offense against these corners. I mean, Denzel Ward's a dog, but like at times, taking everybody up. You know how they say I take you to the deep waters and let you drown? He's just going to keep deep up the field. He's just going to watch you drown eventually. You're going to get tired. He's... And they've just been you I've been killing him. Two has been accurate as fuck. And, like, those touch, that touchdown to Jalen Water last week and all that traffic, he's 100% perfectly healthy. I'm expecting you guys to really put up 30 and have a field day on these boys, especially if you're deep, especially y'all come in like I did last week and don't play no defense in the beginning.
0: Man, we held Montgomery and Herbert to like nothing. It was just Fields that tore our ass up. And I the Brown Jacoby Brissett, maybe revenge game, but no. But I think the Dolphins are getting a revenge game because they remember that motherfucker going one and five last year. And shit, like fucking our offense, I think is perfect when two was in the game. And the percent and the Browns, they're not gonna be able to keep up. Fucking our running back defense has been top tier, so I don't think Chubb's going to have a great – I mean, Chubb's going to do Chubb, but eventually the Browns are going to have to throw it, and I think that's where we're going to start winning because I don't trust Percent.
1: I mean, I think Chubb is going to do what he does every time, but you guys are coming in with a mindset, number one fucking rushing up, attacking the fucking league right now. So, like – and Kareem Hunt's still on it, right? Didn't they have a chance to trade him.
0: Yeah, he's still chilling.
1: So yeah, y'all better just come in with the mindset to step on these motherfuckers. But they're gonna eat. But beset take advantage of beset. The most he's gonna do. I only trust beset. Beset low key at the goal line with five, but in the five yard line. Anywhere else is nowhere I would want him throwing the ball. So motherfucking take and terrorize um Bissette. I don't know how good you guys pass rushes. Just terrorize the set
0: in his game. Bradley Chubb, he's finally had a whole week with the playbook, so hopefully we get to see him. The pass rush should be, like, starting to kick in, to start working with Bradley Chubb, hopefully. Hell, yeah. I have Waddle over 67 and a half receiving yards. I've been doing this every week, and every week it's cashed. He's six for six with Tua at quarterback. 67 and a half receiving yards is so low for, like, the fourth highest (laughs) receiving total in the league right now.
1: Dangerous. Free money.
0: Vikings versus the Bills. Josh Allen Josh Allen probably isn't going to play. He says he's questionable, but Case Keenum's been getting all the reps. He hasn't practiced all week, Josh Allen, so it probably will be a Case Keenum play. It went from nine-and-a-half-point favorite, which was the Bills, to now a three-point favorite for the Bills.
1: Mm, that's crazy, because Case Keenum? Case Keenum? See, look, I've been, I feel like they started Mitchell Trubisky. I would have liked this team a little bit more, but Case Keenum against the Vikings, who's been literally scrapping away wins. But I think if the Bills' defense can really um torment these niggas, I think they can find a way to make it happen.
0: Dang it, bro. Case Keenum revenge game, bro. He was a four, he was the Viking quarterback for the 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 Minneapolis miracle against the Saints. That was Case Keenum. And then they shipped his ass out of town after that year because Kirk, like, I think Case Keenum might not be the best quarterback, but this is a Super Bowl-ready team in the Bills. And I think he just has to do good enough. Like, their defense is top tier on both sides, run and pass. And I I think Kirk might throw an interception. I just think the Vikings are feeling themselves. You saw Kirk O'Bangs on the plane with the team. Just a, and they might be looking, not past the Bills, but it's like, oh, Josh Allen's not playing? Phew, like, we don't have to worry as much. And then, like, in case Keenan might hit a dart to Stephon Diggs or fucking, like, like, like we'll see. But I, like, I like the Bills here. Their, their team is ready. To
1: all I'm hearing is that there's not going to be any um, over-the-top balls to Gabe Davis. That's all I'm hearing when I see there's no Josh Allen.
0: Yeah, and, uh, I mean, maybe – because the Bills got the red zone almost every time. They just threw those two interceptions. And the same against the Chiefs. Like, maybe Case Keenum can, like, limit those interceptions. I'm not saying he's going to play better. But if this team can get to the red zone, this kick field goals, I think they can beat the Vikings. I mean, the Case Keenum with the Bills is better than Tyler Heineke with the Washington team. And the Vikings had a struggle and scrap to get that win. No dead ass. Uh, my one prop, Kirk Cousins anytime interception. He has six this year, and the Bills have an elite defense. I think Dalvin Cook might not get going, so Kirk might have to throw a lot. Uh, Colts versus Raiders here. This line was Raiders minus seven, and now it's like Colt uh Raiders minus like what four and a half. Like a lot of people are back in the Colts fight uh, to get a touchdown. But how do you see this game going with new Jeff Saturday the? New play caller, no more Frank Wright.
1: That's actually the craziest thing to think. That his highest coaching experience was high school football. And I feel like he's just doing Jim Mercer a favor. Like, all right, I'll hold it down for you. Let's see if we can get his O line together. If they can get the O line together, they can and then protect this their um young quarterback. Maybe they can make things shake, but they're not beating this team either slightly. I mean the Raiders aren't looking too great. What are they going like two seventeen point leads last week against the Jags? Josh McDaniels might be a fucking clown, but they can still they still have these dynamic off op- these, these dynamic players. And I actually seen a stat that for um for the big four of that team of Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and um Hunter Renfro, I've only played like a total of like six or eight, six I can't remember if they said six to eight or 68 snaps together.
0: Yeah, no, Hampton Renfro had the concussion. uh, So that's probably why he wasn't in. And then Waller's been fucking – he's on IR now, so he won't be for at least four weeks. Colts again, no Shaq Leonard. He tweaked something on Wednesday after he was progressing really well, so now he's not going to play. But the craziest thing, and what I think defines the Raiders, their linebacker, Blake Martinez, retired. In the middle of this week, midweek, just Upton retired. He's he played ninety percent of the snaps last week. He's a starting linebacker for them, and he said, "Yeah, no, I'm done. Like, just fuck this. Like, and we said it last week. This team has just been deflated. They're done. Like, and that doesn't define a team. That's just like, like, they're not. This locker room is dead. Is this isn't this is not a good team right now. I oh,
1: don't know, man. They should never got rid of my boy Rick Versace, man."
0: it's, it's like I said. It's like a GM, like my GM. You got a whole bunch of names together, but this shit, the team chemistry not working. I got the Colts here. I I think it's a fuck fuck Frank Wright game. I think they don't they didn't really like Frank Wright. He was kind of just like appointed to them. They never really got it going. And I think the players, especially the veterans, are like we're better than this, and they have and they have a game to prove it without that coach. And Jeff Saturday can rally the troops.
1: Nice, Nice no, dead ass. I mean. We could try to see, and they've been getting a lot of hate, so it would be nice for them to get a win, but it's tough because, like, Josh McDaniels has to win at least this game because there's no point in even hiring that motherfucker.
0: Yeah, and uh, Colts deep. uh, I have Devontae Adams under 83-and-a-half receiving yards as my prop. I know he just came off a crazy baller game, but Kenny Moore is a dog at cornerback. He's a big reason why, even though this uh, team is sucks, they're still ranked, like, sixth best pass defense. Top 10 overall defense. So, I think Devontae Adams might be in for a longer day than what people think. Next we'll game. See. Yeah, we're on to 4 o'clock games here. I think that was a 4 o'clock game. 425 game. Cardinals versus Rams. We have NFC West matchup here. This is a big. Both these teams need to win if they want to fucking even okay. think about playoffs.
1: Both these teams need wins. Bad. They're feening for wins. I actually saw a crazy stat. You know, Tyler, um, Kyler Murray is second, has eight fumbles, and that's the second most of the
0: league. Second to Matt Ryan, I'm guessing, because Matt Ryan had like 11.
1: Bro, remember how I was advocating for him that I'm doing to 100 to be that low? I take it back.
0: <laughs>
1: take it back. Take it all back. Tyler Murray is not him at the moment. He might turn it up and go video game, but right now he's not him. And they were talking about maybe because the HBO hard knock started for the Cardinals. And I was thinking about maybe taking his um, his shit out. Oh, really? No, nah, I mean not taking his shit out. the am taking out the, the Cardinals. Thing, cause like, it's going to be very fucked up because they're, they're not going to really put off a lot footage if these niggas keep losing.
0: Damn. That's kind of funny. They should bring it to Miami. Watch that too Watch the fucking, see how we ball in. I remember Budabaker.
1: Baker. If you listen to Budabaker? Baker, I'm not saying niggas do no shots or nothing, but he was like, We got to do better. I'm tired of fucking losing. We got to watch film. Like, nigga threw that in there. I was like, huh, I guess I'm the only one that heard that. We're going to keep moving, though.
0: So I got two things, one for one side, one for the other. Sean McVay, 11-1 and against the Cardinals in his career. Kyler, 1-7 and against the Rams in his career. So, like, it goes hand in hand. McVay owns this Cardinals team.
1: Hey, they motherfucking, they terrorized that boy. So, like, unless he goes video game mode, I don't see the Rams losing this. and Because the Rams really should have won the game last week against the Bucks, We're not going to talk about that.
0: So that's the other thing. Stafford is a random concussion protocol. He got put into it yesterday. What the
1: fuck? Random? How does that work?
0: I guess in practice he must have got hit. Someone's, I don't know. But he's in concussion protocol now. And maybe we get the Warford. Uh, that's the backup that played for Jared Goff in the playoffs. So he's been on the team, been in the system. He knows how the offense is ran. But that is something to keep in mind when picking this game. Stafford, I don't know for real what his availability will be for Sunday.
1: Oh, that's actually interesting. I mean, I'm going to still stick with this Rams team, but that's interesting as fuck. Because what the fuck do they look like without Stafford? They already looked bad with Stafford.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm... I think the Rams defense can do enough. They've been showing up. Like Jalen Rams even said it. Like, we need to score points. Like we're doing our job on our end. Like even though Aaron Donald's not getting the sack totals and interceptions are happening, they're making stops. Like they're they're not letting people score a lot of points right now. Good off. So I think they might maybe a pick six from Kyler. Who knows? But I'm taking the Rams here and I, I don't like it. But does McVeigh eleven and one against this team? He knows how I to
1: McVay is the reason why I'm picking this team, not because of the players with some slight edge. Because, like, the defense might be able to make something work, but not McVay just has the fucking blueprint and recipe for these boys.
0: He goes on Madden. He learned that playbook. We got the Cowboys versus the Packers. And are the Packers losing six in a row here? Uh, Cowboys, Zeke Elliott is questionable to play. He's 50-50 kind of to go. Even if you don't, you like, still got Tony Pillard nice ass. I was screaming.
1: David, the way you was advocating for Javante Williams last season is how I about Tony Pillard? I mean,
0: 14 carries. That's all he needed last week to go off. So is this in Jerry Wolf? This is at Lambeau. And I think I saw a statistic where I think the Packers are eight and two in their last ten against the Cowboys or some shit. Eight and one. Like, Aaron Rodgers, own, like, you can say the same about the Lions last week. So, I don't know how much we can really take that stat on that he owns the Cowboys.
1: I mean, hopefully the Packers just start getting healthy and pick up a win or two every once in a while. But, no, nah, I think I might have to take the motherfucking on. Um, oh, I can't. Oh, that's a tough one. This is actually probably a tough one because it makes sense to grab the Cowboys because the Packers have burnt me so many times. But what's but what's what is what is
0: beginning? Bert one more time. More so nice. the the Packers are hard to judge because they got into the red zone every time, and they has made mistakes every time for interceptions. Not not just bad uh like inter- incompletions, but interceptions in the red zone, not just end zone, but like on the goal. Uh, they have a terrible run defense, so I think it comes down to the Cowboys. If if you if you play a game plan of running the ball, you can beat this Packers team. They can't stop the run. They can't tackle for shit. But if you try to make Dak throw forty passes when he doesn't need to, this Packers defense is still like third best in um passing defense, only landing, like one hundred and eighty yards per game. Like there there could be mistakes made that way. So
1: what I mean it comes down to chest not check.
0: Yeah, and also throw it into the pot. Why not? Aaron Rodgers going up against former coach Mike McCarthy or Mike McCarthy going up against former organization that fired him in the Packers. Like, who gets the bigger revenge here? Because Aaron Rodgers hated McCarthy. Interesting.
1: I feel like I want to pick um, – what's the line on this?
0: It is four. Cowboys are a four-point favorite over the Packers. In- and I think I think
1: – I want to pick the Packers because that's just what I do, but I can't do it. But I would not be surprised if the Packers would want to try to run over, stole this game from. Them. But they have to stop me. Oh, I'm not gonna think about it no more. I got the I got the, I got to Cowboys keep moving.
0: I I'm taking the Cowboys too. They uh, I just hope they don't try to throw the ball. I hope they, I hope Mike McCarthy. Is doing the right thing and runs the ball here, and they can easily get the Packers out because the Cowboys got a great defense, also. Mm. They do. I got one prop CeeDee Lamb under five and a half receptions. He's gone under six catches in five of his eight games. And I'm just expecting a run heavy game. Mm-hmm. Chargers versus 49ers. Prime time, 8 o'clock Sunday night, NBC. 49ers are a seven-point favorite at home to beat the Chargers. Seven there are points. Th- some injuries, no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams again. A couple. Of their O-line still banged up for the Chargers, but the 49ers, Jason Verrett, torn Achilles out for the year, torn it in, in practice. He's torn his ACL twice, his Achilles twice. He was a, a first, like a top 10 pick, and that's never really got his footing because he just kept, he keeps getting hurt. So he's out again for another year.
1: Damn, that's tough.
0: Yeah, the that's 49ers' secondary hurt now.
1: And that's the number one defense in the league, man. But I feel like they have a big next man up um, mentality. I think they stole a lot of the 49ers' personnel. So, like, in situations like this, you don't really know what's about to happen. So, yeah. I like this. I think it comes down to Jimmy G and the offense. Can they? Because um, Jimmy G's been dropping, and looking slightly decent. Like he's been looking like what we thought Marcus Mariota could be in a lot of these games. So Debo I Beck. I might, have to, I might have to take the 49ers on this one. I'm not going to lie.
0: Uh, I just don't. The charge. Like you played the Chargers last week. And. Well, I kept Tony I was like, "Yeah, the Chargers are winning, but they don't look good. They don't look like a team that should be winning these games." And like, like the forty, like so, I the Forty ers I think, are gonna have a field day with this hurt team. Like the defense alone is gonna go crazy. It's Bosa versus Bosa, so you got one Bosa on each defense. I don't know that's, if that's actually really happened scary. before. I, don't know. If that's...
1: I want. I want to the both of the parents. I want the cats are going
0: to be in the stands. On what jersey they wear? They're probably gonna have that half and half one, like the uh, dad of Amon St. Brown and Amelia St. Brown.
1: Mm-hmm. That's real.
0: No, I'm taking. Yeah, is... I'm taking 49ers too, and one of my props is Justin Herbert anytime interception. Austin Eckler's only gonna get like 30, 40 yards. So he's gonna have to throw the ball, and I think the 49ers are gonna get one interception. He's thrown an interception three games in a row so far so he's has five on the year keep the trend going
1: uh yeah
0: and then for our final game monday night football we have the washington commanders the commies going in to philadelphia to face the eight and oh eagles eagles are laying 11 points they're 11 point favorites here how do you see this one going
1: I've been screaming at the Eagles are due for an L for a while now. I just have not ran into the team that's gonna give it to them. Every time I see them, I'll be like, what the fuck? You're not Ryan. You're not Ryan Heineke.
0: You don't think
1: Heineke can do it to them? Heineke can do what to the Eagles? That off that defense is fucking relentless. That offense doesn't fucking and the offense has been looking great. AJ Brown three touchdowns two weeks ago. Like these motherfuckers are insane and they just continuously pushing. And Jalen Hurts is damn near an MVP conversation if he's not already.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't have to break it down much. Eagles should win this game quite comfortably. Even though it's a division game, Eagles are just looking phenomenal. No,
1: cap. I just don't see. They're overdue for an L. Somebody's going to give them an L, and I think they might lose another one or two or three. But this is not going to be the team to do it.
0: Well, shit, as always, we're gonna go into our best bets and our locks and dogs. Kev, start it up, keep the mojo going. You've been killing it. What's your locks and dogs?
1: All right, man. So I got, um, I, la, 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 la. I got the New York motherfucking giants. She is. To match that energy. I'm taking yo fucking Dolphins. I like that. I'm taking home favorites. Them boys got to sleep in their beds last night. I really want to take both of them boys to cover them spreads, but I'm chilling. I don't got to do what I don't got to do. And then for my motherfucking dog, I got to take the Seahawks because I haven't taken them at once this season. So I would be mad if I got burnt.
0: Early in the morning, too, in Germany. Get that Germany mojo. No cap, bro. Uh my two locks. I like the Dolphins pick. I'm gonna go with another AFC East team. Also at home. The Buffalo Bills at home. They got the, the crowd going. It's gonna be electric in there. Case Keenum revenge game going against the Vikings. And this is a Super Bowl ready team. It I think they'd be okay with one game without Allen. Other t- other block, Tennessee Titans. The Broncos have a great Pass defense, but terrible run defense. And this is Derrick Henry's match made in heaven. He might go for like 150. Uh, He might just continue this trend that he's been going the last couple of weeks. And then for my dog, I'm going another home team. We're going all home teams in the Pittsburgh Steelers here. TJ Watt back. Enough said. The defense is going to be fucking relentless. It's going to get after the quarterback. And this team wins when TJ Watt plays.
1: Consistently. And I hope he gets the meanest pregame speech i need it and that bitch better be shot on nfl films
0: yeah, i need i need him mic'd up first game back for my five best bets i'm gonna lean into buffalo minus three they're gonna take care of the vikings that's an elite defense kirk cousins will make mistakes david cook will not get going and Kate keenan will do enough to cover three miami minus three and a half His offense the Browns aren't going to keep up. Uh, Kobe Brissett might throw an interception. I, we have a great run defense. Nick Chubb, I don't think, is going to have a great day. Miami, Miami minus three and a half. Tennessee minus three. Like I said about Henry, we're, the Eric Henry, the Broncos are going to get fucking destroyed at the line of scrimmage and just give up.
1: He's kind of a gun You take my Dolphins pick.
0: 49ers minus seven. I know it's a big spread with Jimmy G. But I mean, look at the other weapons. You got CMC, you got Debo, you got Bosa, you got the Chargers who have no Mike Williams and no Keenan Allen. Super banged up. Uh Justin Herbert has ha- like he- he's throwing the ball like only six and a half yards per-, per throw. It's like career low. He's not having a great year. 49ers defense is gonna win this game. Don't
1: be doing my dog like that. The offensive line gotta get it together. Well, the offensive line look.
0: It's a little banged up right now, but three of their players was in the top 100 list going. So they had a good offensive line. Since so it's a little hurt. like So welcome to National Football League injuries, motherfucker. Then I got the Jaguars plus nine and a half. I would say some people wait a little bit because on game day, it might be plus 10 and that 10 is going to be a little, it's going to help you a little bit more. But I just think the Jaguars are going to keep it close. Etienne is a dog. He can run on this Chiefs defense like we saw Derrick Henry do. And I think Trevor Lawrence might just have a day where he doesn't make mistakes and he can throw two touchdowns. And if that's all that's all I need from that man to make sure, because I don't think the Chiefs are gonna put up 40 or anything against the Jacks defense, which has been pretty good.
1: I don't trust the man, I'm not gonna lie to you. Can't trust I don't trust the
0: long haired boy. Oh uh, not sunshine. I I I was losing trust into him, and then I saw a clip. He was mic'd up or something, whatever, last week, and he was like, "Hey, 50 because he got a he got a big hit, number fifty-two, like whacked his ass. He's like fifty-two. That was a big hit. I like that. It makes me play better. I I go crazy. He goes, "I'm a little crazy in the head," or some. He said some funny ass shit to fifty-two, and I was just like, "Oh, I like Trevor Lawrence now." I didn't know he was talking on in the games.
1: Yeah, I didn't know he was talking shit either, but um. I mean BTN, I could is trustable. Doug Peterson, great coach, but Trevor Lawrence, the only long haired man I trust in the um playing football is i um, Troy Polamalu.
0: I I would say Aaron Rodgers was good with long hair last year. He he shaved the sides of his head and the skills went with it.
1: I think I was thinking about that. with like MVP Aaron Rodgers.
0: Damn. Well, we covered all the games. We broke it all down. I gave out like fucking 15 prop bets and five spread bets. Go hammer them, boys. We're making money this weekend. Kev, I think it's about that time. Hey,
1: man. I'm doing this shit for my dogs all the way at Wakanda. You feel me? So if you didn't know, I don't mind telling you one more motherfucking time that this has an been another episode of the Totally Blitz podcast, man. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pick and him content. It's your boy, Kev. Waterboy, Savoy, a.k.a. the Lone <laughs> fucking the Black Panther, the fucking Lone Panther killer. We're gonna go find these motherfucking Panthers and take them out. One-on-one one on the season. Fucking niggas. But it's all good, man. Because this has been another episode of Tony Biff Podcast, and you, the people, and everybody in your room right now is a bitch got a problem with being problematic? Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You could call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules. Man, you better watch your passes. This ain't not new. Let them in. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen. Knowing that I'm having seen Higher than I ever been.